A chair, little Kenny Friedman, and introduce your weekly radio program. Little Kenny Friedman, big Andy Breckman. Look at you sitting behind the board, Andy Look Breckman. At you. Yeah, moving all the dials around. Yeah, Look we, at you. We don't. We don't have any dials. A little radio station, little Empire of the Air. There's no dials. Did you notice that? No, there's no dials. No. Yeah, good for you. Maybe if the marathon goes well enough, you can afford some dials. Dials are kind of passe now. Oh, shut up. Nobody, <laughs> nobody really <laughs> yeah. uses dials. Dials kind of went out of uh, favor around 1980. Yeah. In broadcasting. So what's the name of the program here? Seven Second Delay. It's a, it's a weekly, we call it Stunt Radio. Nice. All we want to do is something different every week, something that no one has ever done before on the radio. That's usually, all we ask. Usually for good reason. Yeah, that, you mean, yeah, that's true. People have never done it before for good reason. Yeah, because they... But they, we discover, yeah. we discover why. Mm-hmm. We're sort of like scientists. Yes. Our we, hypothesis We is, don't make any assumptions. Right, our hypothesis is there's a reason no one's ever done this before on the radio, and then we go ahead and prove exactly where the flaw is. Yeah. We find the fatal flaw. Yeah. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. There's something to that. I love it. So come along. Join us on our journey tonight. Can I come? Yeah. The search for the fatal flaw. Hey, just as the show is beginning, I thought of a, a better name for our show. Okay. Can we change the name of the show? No. Maybe during the marathon we can. What's, what's the name of the show? The So-So Show. That's a great name. Isn't it? Yeah. Because that's kind of like describes what we do. Right. And then it's not any- great. It's not terrible. It's So-So. Yeah. Anything we do above mediocre is going to come as a pleasant surprise. Although we do a show above mediocre, <laughs> you know, the smart money is uh, next week's show will uh, go off the rails. But tonight we're doing a very, very special episode of Seven Second Delay because it's our first all request hour. Yeah, you go to a concert to see uh, your favorite artist, right? Yep. You go to a concert to see Jackson Brown, right? He's You're just old. sitting there waiting for him to play uh, your favorite songs, waiting for him to play uh, Take It Easy, right? Oh, the Eagles song? Well, the Jackson Brown song. Yeah, no, the Eagles had a hit with that. Jackson Brown had a hit with that. Yeah, he did a cover of the Eagles. He, wrote, he co-wrote the song. I, I beg to differ. He was, he was the guy standing on the corner in Winslow, Arizona. Really? Yeah, Jackson Brown. He's, he, uh, he wrote that verse. Him and Nico standing on the corner in Winslow, Arizona? Uh, was he dating Nico? Yeah, he dated Nico. In 1972, whenever that was? Probably. I believe there's a statue of, a, of Jackson Brown in Winslow, Arizona. Really? I believe there is. Wow. I believe... I believe Glenn Fry. This is, as I recall, mm-hmm. Glenn Fry was uh, had started writing "Take It Easy." Yeah, had hit uh, had hit a wall. He couldn't he couldn't think of a second verse. Right, and his friend Jackson Brown contributed that second verse. Yeah. Fascinating. Now that's all you need in life, isn't that all you need to retire? To have co to have co written "Take It Easy." 
Probably. The Eagles recorded it, had a smash hit with it. Uh, people covered it. Jackson Brown himself covered it. Well, you would know better than anybody because you've had a big hit song. You had Railroad. I have? Yeah, you had Railroad Bill. Wait. Okay, stop. Don't tease me because it's not cool, man. Okay. Because I'm not in the business like you are. Yeah. Just tell me the truth. Okay. Straight up. Was Railroad Bill really a big hit? Number 12 in Australia. I didn't have a hit song. That's the truth. I would know. You're full of it. I would know if I had a hit song. Somebody would have told me. I don't. Um, Somebody should. always tells you. Hey, Andy, you're a star. Somebody would have said something. I don't know. I would have been recognized at the airport terminal at the United uh, Miles Club. No. Somebody would have come up to me. Not true. It's been years. It's been 40 years. One time I was sitting next to Leo Sayer. Yeah, go on. On a, on a cross-country flight. $5. Give me five dollars. I will. Because <laughs> it, it was a That's a bullet. It was a Woo! You can't say another word. Well, I'll tell you. You can't say it. another word. Okay. Sitting next to Leo Sayers. Hi. I'd rather die than hear the end of that. Hi, you're on the air. I don't have five. Hi, it's listener Robert, and I'd like to know if you can possibly pretend to recreate my favorite seven-second delay moment of all time. Yes. Oh wait. Well, this is a. Wait, I'm sorry, Robert. Give me that. Just hit pause for a second. Yeah, Robert's a little ahead of us. We haven't even introduced our topic tonight. Well, we introduced it via the newsletter. Oh, I see. That's and I, true. And oh. I did say that we're doing an all-request hour. That's right. We're uh, we're uh, accepting requests. We don't play music on our show. We're not songwriters. We're not singers. Well, well you what are. What we do is well, please. What we do is our uh, our banter, right? Our improvised banter. Yes. Right. Yes. And. Uh, that's all we have to offer the world. Scintillating banter. Our banter is our is our uh, gift to the world. Right now, back to Robert, who already knew. And all we're that. asking people uh, if they recall an exchange that made them laugh or smile years ago, or such re- as or Robert here. Such who, as Robert here. We'll get to Robert in a minute. Yeah. If you request it, call us up as you would request as a, a, your favorite song from a musical act. Oh, yeah. And then we will. Ken and I will uh, reproduce it right here. Right. Now we've done our intro. Okay. Robert. Welcome. Okay, I'm on Bigot Ambush. Bigot Ambush. Yes, and Ken will have to play the person on the phone. No, you'll have to play no, the person on the phone. You have to play the person oh, on I, the phone, oh. Robert. Yeah. I'm honored. Okay, Bigot Ambush. Now, that goes back, I believe, it's 73, 74 years. Is that correct, Ken? Yeah. It's yeah. a while ago. It was one of the first shows we ever did. It's a while ago. We had a person of color on the phone, right? right? And that, that person of color is going to be played uh, by Robert. Right. right. Yeah, and he and he was uh, he was not uh, participating. He, he hid. He he lurked. Right. He, he was lurked. just listening and lurking. waiting to waiting to to leap out. And then we called people. This is when people would answer the phone. Right. When we called their landline, and we called people and we asked them about their political views. Is that mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I think we asked so. about immigration, so, yep. or we asked about crime, mm-hmm. or what did we ask them? Some hot button issues. Hot button issues. Yeah. Right. We tried to provoke a response from them. Right. Dog whistles. Right, dog whistles. Yeah. And if they said anything, even remotely, if they even tiptoed into the gray area. Right. We had our uh, our friend. Robert. No, well, in this case, Robert. Our African-American friend. Robert. Robert, in this case, Robert. Yeah. Leap out. Mm-hmm. Just announce like, himself. Just like Marshall McLuhan leaped out in that scene in Annie Hall. That's right. Well, no, it didn't work out quite that way. That oh, maybe the way you wish it had gone. Oh, down. that's okay. Just remind us how did it go, and then we'll recreate it. It was like you pretended to be the bigot, and you know, innocently introducing some 
banter or whatever it was, and trying to get the person on the phone to uh, agree with respond me respond that way. Yes. Oh yes. But not not realizing that you know the person on the phone was of the ethnicity that you were making fun of. Right. So I think I have to pre- I have to be the caller, Andy. You're the host. I'm the caller, and Robert is the person of color. I don't understand. I, no, I'm no, completely no, no. lost. No, the, Ken. The person on the phone was the person. Who oh, I think what Andy Robert's saying, correct me if I'm wrong. I think what Robert's saying is that we had a plan that backfired on us. Okay. We were hoisted on our own petard. I hate the petard. Well, that's why it's better to be hoisted. Yeah. No, uh, I could so never. So you're not on it. I could never attach myself to a petard. It's too painful. Very good. If any children are listening, very good advice, Ken. Avoid the petards yeah. in your life. You see a petard coming down the street, you cross the street. Well, have somebody else hoist you onto it because you can't do it to yourself. Somebody Obviously, it's involving acting because you know what's happening, so you have to pretend to be embarrassed. All right. So wait, wait, wait. I'm so Okay. So this would be, am I correct, sir? I pretended to be a bigot. I called someone hoping to uh, entrap them. Little did I know the person I called was, in fact, African-American. That sounds wrong. No, that's not right. That's no, how that, Robert that's, remembers that's it. That's the way it was. It was, it was a, uh, a burn-off, bunch of unproduced ideas show. And, uh, oh, I see. It, you found the fatal flaw very quickly. Who would have guessed that the person I called was, in fact, a minority, yeah, and I was pretending to be a bigot. Impossible. I was hoping to entrap someone, someone to entrap a, a white male, right? You're the one getting entrapped. You entrapped yourself. In fact, yourself. I embarrassed and entrapped myself. Yeah, hence the petard and the hoisting. Oh, the hoisting. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. All right. Okay. And so, there. Robert, you pretend, Robert. Yes. All right. You pretend you're uh, you're. Uh, what do you want to say, Mexican? Well. It- he was black, so I can pretend to be black. Okay. But don't try too hard. <laughs> Should we? Yeah, don't try too hard. I don't know what that means. Sometimes you just have to let Ken go. Just let him say things. Yeah, thanks for letting me go on my petard bit. And, and yeah. Ken just stands by and snickers and maybe maybe pretends to go that you've gone off the air at the end. I don't remember. That's yeah. his strength. That's Ken's strength, the snickering. That's his trademark. Okay, are you ready? Uh, hey, we're calling people at random, and I, we're calling a guy named Robert, someone I've never met, someone I know nothing about. But I assume, Robert, you're a loyal American, right? I would think so. And I assume you're as, uh, as, you're as fed up with this uh, food stamp program as I am, and these uh, programs for the poor, right? Actually, I am. Yeah, exactly. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Snicker, snicker. Snicker, snicker, whoa, whoa, whoa. And uh, now, uh, wait a minute. Uh, now Robert steps out from behind the, the no, shadows. No, you, you got to introduce the elements of, you know. Oh, I have to make it more specific. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think the problem, uh, I think there's something, uh, you know, those, uh, those inner city kids, they're just thugs. Uh, I think there's, uh, there's some kind of pathological problem in their, in their culture. I think you have a lot of work to do, Andy. Uh, yeah, that, okay, so Ken, you're taking the high road? You're saying a lot of things that I find very problematic. Are there, is there room on the high road for me? No. Stop pushing me off the no, high road. No, no. <laughs> There's what? no room up here. Why is the high road so damn narrow? All right, thanks, Robert. And that's how it works. You call us at 201. Wait, Robert didn't get a chance to, to be offended. 
I think Robert was misremembering the whole deal. Hi, you're on the air. Okay, hi, we're recreating your favorite seven-second delay moments. With recognition applause. Hi, you're on the air. It's you! I can't believe you're on the sh I can't believe you got through. It's you, you're on the air. Is it me? Because I can't hear you. Yeah, no, I can hear you. Can you hear me now? Yeah. All right. Okay, I, I want to request that you reenact the Don McLean hot air balloon show. Okay. Okay. So done. Just to read, done. Wait. Do done and done. No, wait, no, we, need, we need some applause. Well, we haven't started it yet. We have to start it. Uh, okay. And then so just to, just to recap, just to put these in perspective. There was some other, uh, what, what's your name, caller? My name, uh, Doris. Hi, Doris. Let's call her Doris. So, Doris, you have to play the part of the caller who confirms that Don McLean really has perished in a hot air balloon accident. Oh, this was, you were pranking me. You knew I had a relationship with Don McLean. Right. That's right. You know, I had a relationship with Don McLean, a contentious relationship yeah. with Don McLean. And, uh, and there was a website. Somebody had put together a website. Yeah, listener Brian. Put that, that, put, looked, that looked authentic. He put together several authentic-looking news pages uh, showing that, that uh, Don McLean had died in a tragic hot air balloon accident. Yes, he had been up in a hot air balloon and, uh, and it caught fire. And it looked authentic. Or wait, I'm sorry, just to remind, just remind me, was I skeptical? You were skeptical at first, but then when Doris called, uh, you believed it. And then oh, when I found we, the fake web pages, then you went for it hook, line, and sinker. All right, so let's begin. My recollection is a little different. All right, here we are. We're asking for the worst My job. recollection is I went for it hook. I went for it line. No disputing that. Yeah. I resisted the sinker. All right, tonight's topic, uh, the worst job you've ever had. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, wait, we have some breaking news. Oh, man, look at this. Uh, Andy, this just came across my email. It looks like Don McLean has died in a hot air balloon accident. Wait, what? No, that must be a joke. Well, let's, let's go to the phones. Hi, Doris, you're on the air. Yeah, uh, I heard it on uh, the news tonight. Wait, oh. it was on an actual real grown-up newscast? Oh, let me go to my fake web page. Hang on a second. It was on Hook, Line, and Sinker Review? Oh, my God, Andy, look, on CNN.com. Oh, my gosh, there's a picture of a hot air balloon on fire. You said, oh, baby. That's what you oh, said. Oh, that's what I said. Oh, yeah, I always say that you when said, someone oh, gets baby. it. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, no. I can't believe you're feeling sympathy for Don McClain. Well, I had my problems with Don McClain, and a lot of people did. But Didn't you want him to die? No. I know. I Maybe I made a joke at one time, but I never truly wished it. You're really upset that he died. Well, I, if he did, if I wished for him to die, I, I, I would have had him die quicker than this. Yeah, this, this is a painful, horrible death. I know. Death. This was really terrible. It looks like the hot air balloon crashed. Oh, no. But oh, it, didn't, baby. it didn't explode. Oh, no. Oh, Don. And then, and then the hot air balloon was blown across the playa with Don's body dragging behind the basket. It looks like he was dragged to death, Andy. You mean it, he survived the fall? He survived the fall. It apparently took eight and a half hours of being dragged across the desert they let him go for eight and a half hours? They yeah. just watched him go? Eight no, and a half hours? Nobody could catch up. It was, it was blowing. The wind was blowing so strong. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. Eight and a half hours? Yes, it took the that long. The chase was eight and a half hours? Nobody was chasing him. 
They just watched him go. Well, if you had a telescope, you could watch him. They could play his entire musical career in eight and a half hours. Well, it took a long time for him to lose that much blood that he was able to die. Eight and a half hours? Yeah. Where did this take place where there was eight and a half hours worth of open tundra? Nevada. And there was nothing to block his forward movement? Well, uh, he slowed down a little bit when he... Eight and a half hours? Yeah, but then he crossed the state line into Utah. And they had to break off the chase? And they picked it up again. You mean the Utah authorities had to pick it up? Yes. Because it was no longer uh, Nevada's uh, jurisdiction. Right, but they were on foot, you see. Wait, they didn't have any vehicles? No. At the Hot Air Balloon Festival? No. Hold on. Let me just back this up. (laughs) We're at a Hot Air Balloon Festival. Yes. How do you get there if you're not in your own vehicle? By balloon. You're only allowed to attend this and, uh, and arrive by balloon? Yes. I mean, you don't have to stay in the balloon. You can get out and sit on the ground. So the only people at the balloon festival were people that had arrived in their own balloon? Yes. Don McLean had his own balloon. Well, he was competing in the festival. Oh, it was a contest? Yes. And no, one, no other balloon at this festival could give chase when Don McLean's balloon caught fire well, he crashed. And, and dragged across a, an entire state. He kind of crashed um, away from the main event and then got dragged across the playa all the way to Cedar City, Utah. I have to say, I'm skeptical, yeah. but you're showing me the CNN, the, there's, there's the the CNN website. Right there. Still, I'm sad to see him go. Yeah. Maybe we should play uh, Vincent from top to bottom. Uh, in memorial. Yeah, maybe not. You mean you, you're a fan, but not that big a fan. Right. You don't want to play Vincent. No. Thank you, Doris. Okay. And, Thank and, you. And, and Doris. Yeah. That'll, Doris, that'll teach you. That'll teach you to request something. <laughs> We're Doris, doing... did you learn a lesson about requesting your favorite bits from a radio show? Uh, we Doris? Are... She's gone. Doris. Yeah, I don't blame Doris her. Doris is gone. I think she learned her lesson. Maybe some other listeners want to learn a lesson. 201-209-9368. Call us. Tell us your favorite old bit we did. And we'll recreate it right now, just like we did for Richard, Bigot Ambush, and Doris. The Don McLean balloon hoax. And uh, next week, we're doing a clip show. So if you would like to prepare an audio clip and send it to me, my email address is ken at wfmu.org. It can be anywhere from a minute to 10 minutes long, and I'd love it if you actually recorded uh, an intro as well. You don't have to. Yeah, just remember, if you can, if you can f- go on our archives and, and just make a little uh, recording of your favorite clip or two or three clips. Yep. And uh, Aaron, and I'm counting on you. Send it into Ken at WFMU.org. And if you want to record a, an intro in your own voice and, and just kind of put it in perspective... Tell us why it meant something to you. And then Ken will edit them together. And that'll be next week's show because I will be... Uh, Where are you? Where are you going to be? I will be in the air. I hope I do better than Don McLean. Remember when he crashed his yeah. balloon? No, I don't remember that. The crashing of the balloon, Ken, wasn't even the worst of it. That's not how he died. No, it was the eight and a half hour. He was it, dragged. Not eight and a half mile. He was dra- No, I didn't say eight and a half mile. Eight and a half hour. I know, and he was getting dragged at 25 miles an hour, so do the math. Yeah. <laughs> he went all the way to, he finally got to see Portland. But tonight, tonight we're doing an all-request show, so just give us a call at 201-209-9368 and request... Uh, the fate, your favorite bit from the last 31 and we'll, years. And we'll uh, sing it the way Jackson Brown 
would sing Take It Easy when you yelled out Take It Easy. Or the Allman Brothers would sing uh, Whipping Post. Whipping Post. Yeah. Play Whipping Post when you yelled Whipping Post. Right. You know, it'd be great to go to an Allman Brothers concert. Uh-huh. Wait till they play Whipping Post. Yeah. Wait till they conclude it. And then 17 yell. minutes long, then, right? And, then, and then start yelling Whipping Post. That would be good. That would be funny. Yeah. That would really impress your date. Yeah. You know, you can get a cameo by the Van Zant brothers from Leonard Skinner. That would be a funny thing to do after Freebird as well. Yeah, just start yelling Freebird. Yeah. And then somebody behind you will say, they just played Freebird, idiot. And then you get to say, no, they didn't. <laughs> That's what it's like going to see a movie with Andy Breckman. Yeah. Yeah, a movie that I didn't write. <laughs> if I wrote it, I, I expect absolute silence. Absolute devotion. If I didn't write it, uh, then uh, no rules apply. By the way, I wrote so many screenplays in my life, yeah. I forgot what I wrote and didn't write. That's why I'm so excited at the beginning of every movie. Uh huh. During the credits. Yeah. I sit there and see if I wrote it. Right. You read the credits out loud. Yeah. Because uh, you never know. I might have written it and forgot about it. Yeah. I'm always so excited. I've seen a number of movies with you, and that's your favorite thing to do is. Lately, uh, I've been disappointed. You know, the new, uh, like Oppenheimer. Yeah. Written by. Who? Written by, what's his name? Finch, yeah. Fincher? Wait, who did Oppenheimer? Peter Finch? No, no, the director. I'm blanking yeah. his name. Did he write it or direct it? He did both. Oh. Well, that wasn't a good example. Rid- I blanked on his name. Ridley Scott? No, the guy who did Oppenheimer just last month. Yeah, I saw he was it. He's going to win the Academy Award. Loved it. I couldn't stay for the whole thing. What happened after uh, they started to work on the physics problem? Um, I'm not going to tell you. Oh, I wish I should have. Has maybe a surprise I ending. St- I should have stuck it out. Yeah. What happened after he wrote all those numbers on the blackboard? Well, what happened was there was a jerk. I yelled, boring. I got up and left. <laughs> <laughs> I just... uh, excuse me. I took math in high school, and that was enough. Thank you. That was me and Oppenheimer. I'm glad I didn't see it with you. I saw the whole movie with the ending and everything. You'd be surprised what happened. It's not, it didn't turn out the way you expect. What are you doing on your phone there? I'm looking at Bob. Oh, Christopher Nolan. I completely blanked yeah. on his name. Hi, you're on the air. Okay. It's you. Hi. Yeah, hi. You hi. can't, you can't believe this? you got through. Who's this? Well, it's Sam the appraiser. Oh, hi, Sam the appraiser. Oh, Sam is like yeah. our institutional memory. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we clap for Sam. He gets, he gets recognition applause. Thank you. Uh, hey, Sam, when you're at a... Sam, who wrote all that on the blackboard. It was Matt Damon. That's right. It was, well, no, Matt Damon didn't do a lot of writing. He was the... Uh, he was the he, heavy. He was the military guy that... Uh, well, he turned no, out to but be... No, was, that was a reference to Goodwill Hunting. Right? Yeah, well, that's the, true, Goodwill Hunting. Now, Sam, when you, go to a, when you go to a concert, a rock and roll concert, or any concert, and, they, and, the, and the band plays a song that you, uh, that you love, do you clap at the beginning of the song? Sometimes, yeah. When James Taylor plays, uh, starts to play "Sweet Baby James," I run out the door. Okay, but everybody else around you, I there flee. is a young cowboy. Everybody else, right? Why do they do that? Flee What's that for about? the exits, Jesus! Yeah. How did I end up at this James Taylor concert? You lost a big bet with me. Well, you had a question for it, Sam the appraiser. Look. I wish there, is there any way that between, Ken, you manage a radio station. Yes. You have some influence, right? Okay. You're sort of an influencer eh. in your own little way. Eh. Your own little old 
washed out hippie way. Yeah, if you say so. Maybe you could influence the culture and, and, and put an end to that. Oh, to putting an end to recognition applause. Yes. No. Drives me crazy. No, because it's all about the prestige economy. But what does that mean? It means you're showing off. To you're, who? The guy behind you? Your date, the guy behind you, anybody around. Hello, cowgirl in the sand. I know this song. Yes. I've heard this song before. There you go. I'm you're, clapping. You're getting prestige by clapping. You're showing off your knowledge of Neil Young. You know what I'm going to do? What? The guy, if the guy in front of me starts clapping for Cowgirl in the Sand, uh -huh. I'm going to turn to my date and say, he's heard of this song. He knows this song. That guy right there. And, and pretend to be very impressed. That's that a good cool. He's heard this song before. I, yeah. Otherwise, why would he be clapping? Well, that's exactly what he wants you to do. Yeah. That's why he's clapping, is, is for that type of recognition. What's your name? I'll be fawning over him. <laughs> I'll start peppering him with questions. How do you know this song? Do you have it memorized? Is when this, did you hear it? You've experienced a lot of recognition applause. How come you never thought about doing this before? This is... Uh, well, I don't go to concerts anymore. Okay. What was the last concert yeah. you went to? Oh, my God. Exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah. Exactly. The last concert I went to was the Hot Air Balloon Festival. That went wrong. Oh, I know oh, yeah. the last concert I went the to. It, it well, was, that became an eight-and-a-half-hour chase. It was tragedy. Doing the music of the Bee Gees in Monty Hall. That was the last concert I went to. Huh. Last concert you know I went to. You know what's part about uh, Don McLean's, Don McLean's uh, accident? Yeah. The, 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 the balloon was, was on fire and it was crashing. It looked like it was going to land in the levee and, and that would be fine. Put out the fire. Yeah. Unfortunately, oh, the yeah. levee was dry. Oh, yeah, that's true. And that did him in. I know. He bounced straight off the levee and uh, got dragged across the salt flats. Sam is talking about the irony. He was quoting... Uh, to his death. He was quoting American Pie. Right, the Chevy. Sam, that was, Sam, had worked, Sam had worked a long time on that joke. The levee. Sam called because he had that joke ready. The levee being <laughs> Ken, dry. Ken, that's why he called. Right. Let, give him his no, moment. I'm, Ken, just say very funny. Ken, he, that called, was, that Ken, was a, he worked on that it. That was a good zinger, Sam. Yeah, that was great, Sam. Oh, well worth the time. You're not the king of the zingers. You're the prince of the zingers. He's the crown prince. Tonight he's the, he's the crown prince. Yeah. All right. Sam, do you have an old, uh, an old favorite clip that we can recreate oh, for yeah. you? Oh, um, there yeah. Was, there was one I enjoyed where you called a hotel. I believe it was the Cleveland Hilton. And yeah. you asked about their masturbation policy. <laughs> why, would I, why would I do that? You don't remember that? Because you like making prank phone calls. Oh yeah. The hotel you were going to stay at, and you wanted you just wanted to be clear about their policy. Oh yes, and I. Uh, you were trying to book a room in Cleveland. That's right. For some reason, oh, I was going to Cleveland. I was passing through. I think you were. Ah, jeez, were we doing? Were okay. we? Well, were, let's recreate it. And then were they, uh, Sam? Were they uh, hip to my to my uh, jive? Did they? No, oh, they were like very serious, and I think they said. Um, they, you know, they said you're free to do whatever you want in the room or something like that. Okay, so let's let's recreate that. Uh, Ken, do you want to be the uh, the hotel clerk? No, I think Sam should be because he's on the phone. Okay, Sam, here we go. Ready? Okay. Ding ding ding. You say Cleveland Hilton. How may I? Uh, how Cleveland may I, Hilton. How may I help you? How may I direct your call? Reservations, please. Uh, I could take your reservation right here. Okay, I I actually already have a reservation for uh, I'm arriving Sunday night. Uh, but I did okay. have a, I did have a question. If you have a minute, sure, of 
course. Uh, my question is about, this is a little embarrassing. I'm glad you're a guy. I'd be embarrassed to talk to a woman. Uh, it's about your masturbation policy. Uh, I'm sorry? It's about your masturbation policy in the room. Once I'm in the room, uh, do you have, uh, is, there any, is, is there any prohibition about it? Is there any, any, any rules, any protocol I should know about? Uh, well, um, no, no, you're, I, I think you'll be, you'll be very comfortable in our room. Um, so I can do what I want once the door is closed. Well, we just ask that you do not smoke in the room. Yeah, and that you I'm, I'm talking about masturbation. Damage, okay. Don't damage any of the furniture. I understand. Um, but masturbation is, uh, is okay. It's, it's not encouraged, but I mean, we're, we're not going to say no. Okay, in that case, I'd like to uh, inquire about your early arrival policy. Yes. Okay, I think I could get there. If I left now, I could get there in like four and a half hours. Okay. Okay, uh, I'll see you then. I'll have to charge you a small... Yeah, 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 I understand. Is there any way you could just leave the door open for me? So, I'd, so, no, uh, so, there's no, we'll, so I don't lose valuable time? We'll leave Buddy, I'm on my way. I'll see you soon. There you go. The classic Cleveland Hilton masturbation question. And that's how you take yeah. requests. That was great, man. That's that how was you do it. Just like the original. I, I don't remember, remember the original. Yeah. Do you remember any of these? Yes, I remember them all. You do? I know I remember another hilarious uh hotel call. Are you requesting are you doing a request? Would you like to recreate it? Okay. Okay, just um, remind I me. I was at South by Southwest. Okay, you and, were in Austin. And uh we and you were here. Gotcha. And uh, I was in my hotel room. And you called up the front desk at the hotel where I was staying yeah. and asked them to do a wellness check on me because you said you told them that I was suicidal. And uh, yeah. there, there was moaning and crying coming out of my room. Yeah. And then the guy actually did come and, and knocked on my door. Yeah. And I had to say, like, no, I'm fine. Yeah. And he, he didn't really believe me when I told him that I was fine. You want to hear something now? I can tell you years later. Yeah, I w it wasn't a hundred percent joking. I kind of always do worry about you. Yeah, and I, I'm, I, I know it seemed like I was joking, but I was very relieved that they did a wellness check on you. Yeah. Also, it had the other added as a bonus. I believe you learned a lesson about leaving me alone uh, here at the station and going off on vacation. Let me ask you this: Have you been to South by Southwest late, uh, since then? I did go after that. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I, I thought I, you learned a lesson. No, no, I didn't. I just, no, I never stayed at that hotel again. No, well, I don't think they'd let you. Yeah, or they checked the bathroom for razors. Well, no, they were they they checked they checked on me numerous times actually. Did yeah, they after your call? Yeah. yeah. For one thing, he didn't want to take no for an answer. Good. When I told him that in fact I was fine. Um, he let me ask you this. Yep. Let me ask you this, if I may interrupt. Okay. During that visit at South by Southwest, mm -hmm. that, that, uh, that time you spent there at that hotel, did you, in fact, kill yourself? No. There you go. I did not. You're welcome. I was never... Done and done. I, I wasn't thinking about... Who saved the day? Who, in fact, saved the station? I wasn't suicidal. I, I wasn't thinking about killing myself. I was perfectly fine. I was having a great time doing a radio show with you. Yeah. And then you called the front desk to prank me. Well, I was... I'm, oh, yeah. I yeah, it was more of a prank. Just like last we, week we, when you pranked me. Oh, yeah, that's right. I had a friend. Yeah. I had a friend request you sing. Uh, These mean-spirited pranks. That's the, the wind thing. beneath my wings. Hey, if you yeah. go to Cameo and you look up Ken Friedman, you can hear him singing the wind beneath my wings. I had a friend request it. It only cost $15. Best $15 I ever spent.
I spent fifteen dollars on hamburgers before. I spent fifteen dollars on milkshakes. Yeah, this is by far the, no, the best con- fifteen. Congratulations in invoking a fourteen-year-old girl to uh, to elicit my sympathy, my fake sympathy. I'm one step ahead of you. Yeah, always one step ahead. At least I invoked uh, the guy you've been having a feud with for thirty years when I pranked you. By the way, our friend, coincidentally, mm-hmm. our friends that uh, assisted in that prank, that got the assist. Yeah. Who's uh, that? A, oh. lo- a lovely family down in uh, oh, Austin. R- Randy and Emmy? Randy, Emmy, yeah. yeah. And Kayla. And uh, Kayla, uh-huh. Wonderful family. I don't want to reveal their last name, but yeah. but they live in the Kaplan? Aust- yeah, let's say Kaplan. Yeah, go for the Yeah, oh. let's say Jews. Okay. Just say Jews, Ken. Okay. Bergstein? Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's Randy Jewy. Weintraub? Yeah, Drewy Traub. Okay, go yeah. on. Randy Jewstein. That's right, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they live in, I'm going to say, they live in Austin. So the two pranks had Austin in common. Ah. That was the running uh-huh. theme. Uh-huh. Damn, I wish I had that. Uh-huh. wish I had that minute and a half yeah. back. Okay, let's go to the phones. We have a full phone bank. We have a full phone hey, bank. Hey, now people that don't get their requests in tonight, why don't you send us a clip of the actual real show and uh, we'll play it. For real, t- uh, next week when I'm out of town. Can you tell the story about that amazing Austin, Texas coincidence again? Give me five dollars, and I won't. Hi, <laughs> uh, you're on the Can air. I put this over here. Uh, hi, who's this? Hey, Andy. Hey, Kellen. Hey, Ken. Hey, who's this? Hey, this is your friend. Yeah, it's your friend. Ken. Oh, my friend. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you have, Kevin. You have, you have so many friends. It's Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Thanks for calling, buddy. Yeah. Ooh, I've had to call quite a few times. Yeah. He tried. He always tries, Ken. He tries to get through. We're so damn popular. That's the problem, Kevin. Popular. And it's nothing it's we can help. Know. It's nothing we can help. It's just we have charm oozing out of every pore. It's that scintillating banter that we engage in. You can't fake this kind of chemistry. This <laughs> banter. Uh, I was remembering this amazing show. I was hoping I could request. Sure. Yeah. That's it why must I... have been back in, like, 2013. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I think it was, I don't know, maybe it was a long time ago. And uh, he kept saying, cats or dogs, really quick to everybody. Is it, what she like better, cats or dogs? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, we went through 100 callers. Yeah. Cats or dogs? Cats or dogs. I guess it's kind of a second cousin to our who or kinks. Yeah, show. I think it was the who or the kinks. I don't think it was cats or dogs. No, no, this is 10 years ago. We did no, cats or dogs. That was, the, that was the who or the kinks. No, no, that, the who or the kinks was quite recent. Oh, my God. You have restless leg syndrome and the hiccups at the same time. That's right. That's right. I'm going to kill over dead any minute. Enjoy your, enjoy your last few minutes with me. All right, so, Kevin, you want us to do the, the classic cats and dogs bit? Okay, so, Kevin, pretend you're calling, okay? Okay, yeah. Okay, so here we go. Pretend it's, it's 2013. This is back when Ken and I were a little younger, a little friskier, a little funnier. Right, yeah, Ken? Yeah. That's you that, in 2013? This is me 10 years ago. Before you hit puberty? Uh-huh. You hit puberty at the age of 53? Yeah. Okay, so uh, this is Andy and Ken. And, hi. Uh, hi, Kevin. Cats or dogs? Cats or dogs? Cats or dogs? Uh, dogs. Dogs. Click. And that's Next how call. It went. Next call. Cats or dogs? Now you're another caller. You didn't hang up on me. Oh, no, I'm not. Oh, uh, hey, dogs. There you go. That's the classic works. cats and dogs show. No, cats or dogs. No, cats or dogs. Nice one, Andy. Man, we did some great shows back then. Yeah. What happened to us? 
because it's just atrophy, right? You got you got a good zinger in there. I don't even remember what it was, um, but as recognition of your good zinger, <laughs> you get some laughing gals. I know how I much love, you love it. I do love making girls laugh. Yep. That's all I live for. There you go. And coincidentally, it's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> a laugh. I got, I got a wife at home I can make laugh. That's all I got. First base for Andy was a snicker. <laughs> it was. Second base was a guffaw. Yeah. What did you do when you went all the third way? Ba- third base was a doing it doggy style. <laughs> I wow. leapfrogged. I leapfrogged over a couple of steps. Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. See, most for most people, that's home base. Yeah. Man, your restless leg is really loud tonight. Thank you. Yeah, it's actually kind of squeaking. I, I don't believe it's ever squeaked. You'd before. think it would be annoying, no. but it's not. I know. No, it's it's just another fun element of the show. It's really it's it is amazing. Which is more annoying, the gum chewing or the restless leg? Okay, here we have news. Is that uh, the Cats and Dogs, Cats or Dogs show? Yeah. It wasn't our show. It wasn't our show? We didn't do that. I knew we didn't do that. <laughs> Wait, I had no idea. <laughs> that, Who was, did that? that was Michelle and Frangry on Shut Up Weirdo. They did Cats or Dogs. And then did we steal it for Kinks or Who? No. <laughs> Kinks or the Who was different. It wasn't very different. Well, was, uh, the first one was about cats and dogs, and the second one was about two bands. One of them was the Who. Well, you know what? I'm flattered. I'm honored to be confused with uh, Michelle and Fangry. Yeah. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. What can we recreate for you? We're taking requests from from hey. old shows. Yeah, you got to cheer up, emo Andy. You're talking, you're talking real sad there for a moment. It's Zach. Okay. Hi, Zachary. Hey. Hey, Zach. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll try to cheer up. Is there a show no, where I was a little more cheerful? Oh, you know, it's impossible. It's impossible. But we'll, you know, we'll indulge. Um, okay. You know, UCB method. But okay, I'll, had, I mean, I'll pretend years, to be happy. Yeah. And one, two, you can't, all the archives aren't there. you got to give us a little tale of why certain shows go now. That you re-archive. Uh, yeah, some, sometimes um, sometimes shows disappear from the archives. It's why true. do they disappear from the archives? Um, if I rerun them, yes. for one thing, then I take down the old one and put up the new one. You do? Yes. Why? Why? Oh, 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 I see. Oh, it's the same show. Oh, yeah, because it's the same show. Oh, I thought you were saying... Oh, I thought... Jump link to where it's played next? No, no, no. I'm sorry. I thought you meant if we did the same idea again. No, no, no. No, if I rerun oh. the exact same show, I take down the old archive because the new one is going to be archived. And then no, and people then it's want not a, up no, twice. but what if people want vintage Andy and Ken? No, th- this. <laughs> no, but if people want vintage Andy and Ken. They would sk- they would scroll down in the archive to you know two thousand four. But it says it says on the page that this is an encore presentation. But no, but they would from literally such and physically. Such no, no, Ken, this is not. That's not a good. Uh, it's not a good protocol. Uh huh. I think you should leave them both up. Okay. Why, does it cost a little more money to leave them both up? Nah. I can leave them both up if that makes you happy. Well, it won't make me happy. What would make you happy? I, know. I think, yeah. I know oh, what would. Hold on, I, hold on, you asked the question. I know what Do, make, do you ask the question? No, I have the answer. You don't even need to tell me. This is what would make you happy. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for girls, girls giggling. Am I right? 
Can't yeah. Yeah, you got a big if you I thought, got a big old smile. If I thought for a minute it was a sincere laugh. They always are sincere laughs. Let me tell it's never a sincere laugh. <sighs> well, let me, Zachary, you, let me tell you something about women, Kate. Okay. It's never a sincere laugh. That it's was never, Andy. It's I, had to, I had to tell my kids something about you, Andy. It's never 100% sincere, their laughter. Okay. No, man. When they laugh at you. <laughs> when they're laughing at me. Oh, yeah. That's highly sincere. Oh, no. All the laughter after I leave the room. Yeah. 100% sincere. That jackass. <laughs> like that? Yeah. Yeah. That's real. That's real. Thank you, Ken. You enjoying this? You enjoying this, Ken? I want Zachary to, to request uh, the show that he wants to request. Okay, yeah, Zach, go ahead. That was ahead. just the banter. That yeah. was the countdown. Yeah. Um, but, hey, real quick, I had to explain to my children, Andy, why you're a little short on the, the payment. But. Well, oh, wait, I did. Wait, no, that can't be true. No, I always step up. On which payment was that? That was last week. Last Zachary, week's Zachary laughed the whole uh, show. Yeah. I had to explain to my kids. And yeah, it's interesting. Good, Andy. Don't worry, I covered for you. No, wait, 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 wait. No, this it's, it's interesting, Zachary, because... No, I, I pay uh, my debts. That can't be true. No, this really, I'll take this seriously. Well, no, here's Do I what, owe you, did I come up short? No, but here's what happened. There were three people who tied yeah. uh, for the $131 prize last week. Okay. And uh, Zachary was one of them, and we yeah. sent him about $41 or something. And Four, I hope it's $44. $44. And, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But the third person, the woman, yeah. the woman who was laughing, I never found her. Well, she will give her another couple of weeks. Yeah. She'll maybe so if, if you were Ellen or the drive right driving instructor from last week, I need to hear from you. Ken <laughs> at, du- Ken at org. Or if you'd like to save uh, your new friend Andy $44, don't contact Ken. No, no, definitely. Because if, 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 if you don't show up, then I believe Andy owes uh, Zachary and Troy another... Oh, no, WFMU. Pay no, to WFMU. No, no. No, he owes you another, another $22. No, that's not and how it we works. Have to, we got to buy all the cameos with the other 40 whatever. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. So, um, Zachary, do you have a classic seven-second delay episode you want to request? Oh. Yeah, the the bachelor party episode. Bachelor party. Yeah, you were having a lot of fun. Oh. Andy, you're really enjoying it. There was some I like f- dance music. People were calling in. They're going to be your friend after. I still. think he's making this up. Wait, no, was no, it? No, we was did it, do a bachelor. No, wait, I think was it 2004 or something? Yeah. Wait, it was it before my wedding to Bethy? Yeah, before you got married to Beth. Well, we that's a, 2003. Yeah, like, we, 2000. I met her in 2000. It's early 2004, maybe. We had a bachelor party for a you. Bachelor party on the air. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and what was the high point of that bachelor party? Uh, I think it was a Nick the Bard jumped out of the cake. <laughs> well, that's something Who's going to be Nick the Bard? It's something we're going to have trouble recreating. Well, now, did you actually cater it? Was there a real cake? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah. It seemed, it real, back, to, seemed back, real to me. Oh, a cake that seemed real to you. Well, I ate it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of things seem real to my friend Ken. <laughs> it's what makes every week sort of an adventure here. Well, thanks very much, Zach. Hey, we have a we have a full uh, we, uh, now. That's uh, that's one we thank you for remembering it. Hey, Zach, if you want to contribute that clip to next week's show, why don't you try to dig it up? Yeah, next week it's a clip show, so I am counting on listeners to go through the FMU uh, the seven second delay archives 
and send me a clip one to ten minutes long. And uh, if you can, do, a, do an audio introduction of yourself introducing it. That would be great. You don't have to. Ken at, uh, and you send it to Ken at? WFMU.org. Perfect. Andy, yeah. Perfect. All right. How's, uh, how are we doing here? Well, we have 13 minutes. So people do. <laughs> um, and it's the sweetest sound. And the applause. What else does a man need? What else does a guy need? Hi, you're on the air. The Clash or the Cure. The Class of the Cure. No, he said the Clash or the Cure. Oh. You know what I love about that last call? Yeah. He waited on hold for 23 minutes. To ask the Clash or the Cure. He has to yell that out at Yeah. He's not, uh, he's not going to marry my daughter. Is he that guy? He might. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, looks like that call came in from the college where she's now enrolled. Oh, God, no. That would be the worst. Hey, uh, can I call you dad? Yeah, I guess you can. Hey, listen, but before I marry your daughter tomorrow, I thought I'd just, uh, thought I'd just reveal something. I've sort of been keeping a secret. I'm the guy that yelled at class for the cure <laughs> on the radio. That's my nightmare. Who's, oh, your, fa right. who's your favorite stepkid, Andy? I love. I have. I've been blessed. Do you I, love? Uh, do you love all your stepkids uh, equally? Uh, no. Well, I wouldn't phrase it like that. I dislike them all equally. Yeah. So I don't really have a favorite. Okay. Good for you. Yeah. That's cool. That it's so you're so even-handed. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I'm just blessed. Hi, you're on the air. Long-time caller, first-time listener. Love the show. Go to hell, Andy. Hey, Ken. Chris from Brooklyn. Hey, Chris. I don't think this guy's ever heard us in his life. No, no it's one. Chris from Brooklyn. He's a long-time caller. Okay. First-time uh, listener. First-time okay, listener. this is an homage. First-time listener. I, I was looking, and, you know, like, like Zach pointed out before, your real audio stuff from the 90s is all gone. Yeah. Is it? And well, no, it? We, we converted it. We converted, we converted some of the early... The early real audio stuff got converted, but there are about three or four years of shows that we just didn't have tapes of. We just gotcha. never, never taped them. We didn't realize how important the show uh, was going to be. Some of the shows we converted to Reform Judaism. That's true. Now, I'm just hearkening back to the good old days when Andy had a bit more of an edge, and he also yes. had a yes. nemesis. Yes, my nemesis. Oh, yes, he had a couple of nemeses. Wait, let me re just remind me who but my nemesis Chris is. Chris must are. be talking about Hunter. Only Hunter. Yeah. Hunter. God, one and God only bless Hunter. him. Yes. Now, you know what you did wrong, Andy. You know what you did. I engaged him? Well, what did I do wrong? Well, among other things, I kind of recall from memory. Yes. Is the institutional memory. You might be better at this. Yes. But I don't think he really appreciated Sergeant Bilko and paying money for it. That's true. One of the things that Hunter did almost every call was he would bring up Andy's um, movies. Well, that's why when you go to see my movies, I've been saying this from the beginning for, for almost 30 years. Save your receipts. Save your receipts. I will refund your money. <sighs> I know. I've tried. I, yeah. I just I misplaced them. I, well, that, I, can't, I can't just take your word for it, Ken. What if I took a picture of it on my phone? Will you accept that? I guess I, I guess I will. I believe I offered Hunter to make him whole again. So, Chris from Brooklyn, will you play the role of Hunter? Okay, but I just can't. If you could help me out with what should my dialogue be? Well, your dialogue should be um, you're dripping. Anytime Andy tries to get off a, a zinger, you just make it clear that, <laughs> that you didn't think that was funny at all. Okay, here we and go. Then, thanks, then you, for, thank, yeah. thanks for calling. 
Uh, we're talking about the worst job you ever had. And uh, who's on the phone here with us? Hunter. Oh, no. It's my nemesis, Ken. Yeah, it's Hunter again. <sighs> he just is Hang haunting me. Hang your head me. in shame, Andy. He's like my Moriarty. He's, he's uh, the evil genius that, uh, that won't let me live my life. How's life on the nude beach, Hunter? You're going to tell me that Andy gets paid for this stuff? <sighs> I don't get paid for it. In fact, this show costs me money. If that makes you feel any better, Oh, that Hunter. Hunter. Well, that does make me feel better, honestly. Hunter, are you going to try to stay on topic uh, this week for once in your life? <laughs> the man who never has a topic never comes to the point, and the man who has always had a fatal flaw in every program that's been on the air in the 90s. Wow, he's a perfect hunter. There you go, the classic nemesis hunter. It makes call. me miss Hunter. Thank you, Chris. Uh, well, Hunter, uh, if you, Chris, I'm you did a great job. Bye. Yeah, does make me miss Hunter. Yeah, we. I need a nemesis. That actually was a good hunter that he just did. Hey, should we audition for a nemesis next week? Well, next week we're doing the clip show. Well, okay, but I mean, next yeah, time the, I'm back. The, yeah, next time you're back, we should. Yeah, you we, have to have that attitude. Well, Nadia, you have to come ready to play. I think Nadia could. Be, I think Nadia's got it in her to be a good nemesis. Do, does she really, really dislike me? Yes. To her core? Oh, yeah. Oh, she hates you. Then that's my girl. Yeah. It, she's got the gig. Uh, well, if you were trying to call, uh, the phone lines have cleared up. Yeah. Hi, hi, you're uh, on the air. That's like magic, right, Ken? It's a little magic trick we do every week. That's all we got to do is talk. Yeah. And all the calls go away. Hi, you're hi. on the air. Uh, May 17th, 2006, apology to albinos. Oh, I used to really uh, give albinos a hard time. Yeah. Uh, and you called in to the albinism.org offices. Yeah. Um, Ken claimed nobody picked up because it was after business hours. Andy claimed nobody was in yet because they're albinos because it's still sunlight. You had to do it to an answering machine, and, of course, you wound up antagonizing uh, people of albinism more than you apologize people who have albinism please yeah yeah well i uh, you say people you put people in quotes survivors of albinism <laughs> i don't know if they're technically i don't know if legally you can say people no they are people they are human beings albinos they are survivors no i'm talking about albinos of albinism people yes people with albinism and you're not putting up your quotes you're not putting up the little quotes so do you want to make your call to uh the uh, the answering service, Americans with Albinism helpline. It kind of went like this, where you started off apologizing and it got uh, more offensive. That was, that was gold. Okay, so we're going to do it. We are? Yeah. We and, are? Well, you're going to oh, do I it. Oh, I don't want to do it. Why not? Because I'm old now. I'm a geezer. Oh, you don't want to say anything bad about Albinism like you just did for the last five minutes? What did I say? <laughs> what did I say? You said they weren't human, among other things. I don't remember that at yeah, all. Yeah, you said they, you said that we can't even call them people. Who said that? You said that. You did make that same apology because this was exactly the vibe. So you don't have to call it. All right, yeah. thank you. There we go. The classic albinism show. Well, this is the last time I'm doing a show while I'm tripping my ass off. <laughs> that ends now. Yeah. That ends now because I can't even remember things I said two minutes I earlier. I know. Well, the DMT wasn't supposed to last this long. Should have worn off. It really should have worn off around 620. You promised me they'd wear off before showtime. It's hard to predict. It depends on whether you're on a full stomach, how much you weigh. Last time I'm stopping off at Ken's Mushroom Garden before the show. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, hey 
thing. Hi, okay. Beth. Hi, honey. This, oh, this no, wait. Now, wait, hold on. Now this I'm just reviewing. You used to say, put your shoes on, land out, and come to get them. Oh, yes. When I was dating Beth. So it goes over many episodes, but yes. I used to love hearing that. When, that I, was, was your when I was dating Beth, I would often leave right from here right. to drive into the city mm-hmm. to pick her up, to make her giggle, which okay. is what I live for. It's like manna from heaven. Right. And uh, you want to play the giggling? <laughs> yep. You me? No, no, you don't have to, honey. I've got it now artificial. Ken has it on a recorder. Your job... Well, just like the Writers Guild is worried about, your job is being taken over, honey, by this newfound technology. <laughs> oh my God! I, I have this. I have this giggling app now, honey. You're off duty. You can stand down. You can. At ease, soldier. At ease, soldier. Smoke them if you got them. You're off duty. <laughs> I've got this app. So, Andy, I think Beth is asking for you to recreate. Well, the, at the end of these shows, when yeah. I would, when I was coming to get yeah. Beth, when I was coming to pick her up and take her out to a free dinner, mm-hmm. which I believe was the key to our my whole relationship with her. Oh, you bought her dinner. Me paying for dinner. Wow. Uh, Brilliant. I believe uh, I believe I would end the show with uh, get your shoes on, Landau. I'm coming to get you. And that you loved that, didn't you, honey? Loved it. I miss it. I actually really miss it. What chick wouldn't? Yeah. What chick wouldn't go well, for that? Well, you should start doing it again, Andy. Yeah. yeah. And then I would arrive, and then, you know, the first thing she said? What? She would say, buy me some new shoes. I did not. So, okay, so oh next week, God. she wanted a new pair of shoes every time I, I said that. Not. I did not. say buy me dinner. <laughs> no. Everybody <laughs> else said buy me dinner. Not my girl. <laughs> not my girl. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Beth. Thanks, Ken. See Bye. you later. Oh, don't forget, next week we are uh, doing the clip show. Looking at you, listener Paul, Aaron from Minneapolis, anybody else who's oh, ever... The, oh, these are people that in the past have come through with some clips? Yeah, looking for new clips. And uh, Andy suggested a great idea, which is that you actually record an intro to it if you can. Yeah, tell us why it means something to you or, or, or uh, where you were when you heard it. Or why you think it's so gosh darn funny? Yeah, I won't be listening. I'll be uh, I'll be gone, 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 baby. But uh, somebody might be listening. Yeah, where are you going next week again? Uh, my uh, my son Evan is looking at colleges. Oh yes, in California. So you're going to be in California. And I'm going to be there. Well, I'll be missing a couple of weeks. You, oh gonna... no, wait, no, I'm sorry. I'll be skyping in the following week. Yeah. But I'm not going to tell you what hotel I'm at. And so you're going to be why. in L.A. You're yeah. going to be in L.A. You can try week. every hotel in L.A. If you yeah, want. I'll find out what hotel you're at. You'll never find out what hotel yeah. you're at. And uh, don't forget, we do need clips one to ten minutes oh, and long. You, and do we need any puppeteers for the puppet show? No, we are all booked up for the puppet show on October 28th. Are it's, we selling tickets? It's a go. Tickets have not gone on sale yet, but they will. It's October 28th at 7 p.m. at Monty Hall. We're doing the seven-second delay puppet slam. Hey, why don't you just have v- a whole VIP section like they do in the... Uh, Grown-up concerts now. Have a VIP section? People, like a two-tier kind of uh, ticket. People pay a premium. They can come early. They can meet the puppets, get their pictures taken with the puppets. Uh-huh. A selfie with you. Yeah. I mean, I won't be there. A selfie with you. Why not with you? Okay, with me. I'll be I mean, in the background. You're co-hosting. Yeah, okay. I'll be there, too. A selfie with us. Yeah. Uh, why don't you do that? A premium. Interest- a VIP uh, tier. It seems presumptuous to, exactly. to do a... Presumptuous. V- I'm going to look that up as soon as we're off the air. A VIP 
puppeteer. Yeah. We've never done a puppet slam before. Yeah. So, yeah. Get the picture taken with all the puppets. That would be great. $5,000 at seat. Oh. $5,000. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll think about that one. Okay. Think about it now. Yeah, I will. I am thinking about it now. Okay. What's your answer? My answer is to thank Jeremiah for the newsletter. Yeah. And to uh, remind you that you're listening to WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. And the answer is no. In yeah. New York City and Rockland County at 91.9 FM and online at WFMU.org. And you know, hey, this is for old time's sake. Are yeah. you ready? Yeah. Get your shoes on, Landau. I'm coming to get you. Stay tuned for Do or DIY with people like us.
24 